0: All Things MMA on uh, KC Lawrence Scoreline. My name is Ken McGuire. Delighted to be joined uh, after a while uh, by Miles Bryce. Miles, um, uh, how are things? Having hey a, Ken, a, how have are you? Haven't had a chance to catch up in a while, but a, a lot has happened in your world during the week. We carried a story uh, on it, and I know we had spoken about it in, in previous podcasts as well, but you, you've made it public and made it known that you are heading to the Professional Fighters League for 2022. The contract is signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah, yeah. You are theirs. Um, so uh, what's, what's the story? Break it down for me.
1: Uh, yeah, I was in contact with, uh, I joined a new management team, uh, UFD sports management and, uh, had a couple of offers from big promotions, all the major, major promotions pretty much we were talking to. And, uh, yeah, uh, I think the PFL was just the best decision for me as an athlete, you know, all the power is in my hands in regards to, uh, you know, my destiny within the promotion. And as well, the, you know, all the kind of stars aligned in regards to the type of athletes that are in the promotion, they have a good caliber of athletes, uh, again, fighter treatment is like man is like one of the biggest things that they're pushing there and you know, like a million dollars for an incentive to win out the tournament is also great too. So. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's not bad we've, we've heard a lot in, in the news I suppose Kayla Harrison one of the, the more recent million dollar winners she made uh, two successful runs at it, continues yeah. her unbeaten side of things in the PFL do you know or do you have an idea at this stage uh, like what element of, of the season or what element of the schedule that, that you might be involved in
1: uh, I, I'm actually not sure I'm sure that I'd have to like have one or two fights to get into the playoffs so yeah you know you're probably talking at about five five fight winning streak no biggie we'll get that no, done no pressure no. you, you um, can fingers, you, you crossed, can, you my, can fingers crossed I'm already calling guys out I haven't even haven't even started <laughs> yet. I'm already calling guys out Anthony Pettis get up off that chair me and you were going at it I'd love to fight Anthony Pettis It'd be great fight.
0: <laughs> i i'd say you would make it a great fight to be fair even even yeah. just off the spirit of the call out there alone uh, in in terms of okay so so this is this is obviously it's going to be based in the u.s you haven't fought in the u.s before i know you yeah. i know you've trained over there you spent a bit of time with the with the folks and the team at aka um what does uh what does getting to fight stateside mean to you at, at this stage in your career uh, I think it's a nice milestone
1: for an athlete, isn't it? You know, because it's where the mecca of promotions are, are from. That's where you're kind of like, uh, you know, it's just nice to think that, you know, every athlete from a young, it just, I don't think it means as much now as I'm older, but I, I feel like, you know, it's something that you'd carry since you were starting. Like I was very young when I started martial arts. So, um, it's something that you carry, you know, so, uh, to get to compete in a major promotion in the States is Mm -hmm. it's a big deal. Like, yeah. So I I think it is something that I'm just looking forward to just following through with and getting over and getting it done.
0: Uh, Springtime, March, April, May, any, any. April is when the season starts. Yeah. Okay. Not so bad. So what, what would happen then? I mean, would you look at doing your training locally and fly out just ahead of the first fight? Do you need to base yourself in the States or do you know how it's going to work at this stage?
1: Yeah you know it's it's very funny because anytime I anytime I train for a fight I always go into like random shops and and uh you know and pubs in town and stuff like that and thats to be like Jason, you're back from the States, Miles. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, I never left. Like, to be honest with you, I'm training up the road, like with my team. Like, you know, <laughs> everyone thinks that I, well, not everyone, obviously, but I mean, like a lot of people think that I, I live in the States and I train over there, but uh, I don't at all. I I tr- do a majority of my training between here, Team Rhino HQ. Um, I love traveling to uh gyms like FAI up the north, sparring with Reese McKee and the likes. And I train with Kieran Davern and SBG Tullamore. And uh I train with Darren Curtis and Attic BJJ. I do a lot of traveling and usually I'll I'll closing in on a fight, I'll I'll go to places that make me feel a little bit anxious. You know, so I'll probably go to my manager's gym in Dusseldorf, UFD. They have a lot of KSW, PFL UFC fighters and Bellator fighters as well. And I'll go to AK to finish off the camp because it just makes sense because, uh, I'm, I'm part of the family over there and I, uh, I can finish off my camp there too. Like, you know, without being kind of, kind of too jet lag and stuff like that. And I will have to fight pretty regularly from April to the end of the year. So my body needs to be well conditioned, uh, ready to kind of take, uh, a lot of kind of hard wear and tear. So I'm kind of preparing myself for that now, training two, three times a day. And um, I'll probably be going back and forth. You know, I wouldn't be able to leave my my martial arts community here in Kilkenny. You know, it's it's, it's something that I hold very dear to to keep martial arts in Kilkenny and keep it alive by me being there as a presence. So uh, I wouldn't be going away for too long now. To be honest, I'll be going back and forth.
0: What is the relationship like then with, with UFD? I mean, um, I know, I know you, you, I know you had worked with other promotions, you'd worked with other promoters, managers, but you, you get on board with UFD, the deal comes through then with, with PFL. What's that relationship been like? And
1: they're very, like, I, I, I was talking to a lot of managers. I was, um, I was in talks with constantly signing with Ali, who's Habib's manager. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like unofficial for a long time when we were talking, but it just got to that stage where I, I felt like I had to make a decision to go with uh, a management team that was a little bit more active in my best interest because it, it's not that Ali wouldn't be able to accompany that. It's that he just has so many top level athletes to cater for that it, it's hard for him to... To kind of like juggle them all together, you know. Uh, so I feel like with UFD, although they have a massive roster of fighters as well, they're very much so proactive with uh, staying on top of uh, your progress, how you're getting on, mm-hmm. looking after you, and uh, yeah. And I think that to have contacts in the likes of PFL is a big thing, you know, because yeah. that's one thing that I did want. I I I didn't want to go to the UFC. Because UFC has run a lot like Bellator, you know, the promoters have power over the fighter, you know, so it's a, it's very much a popularity contest. A lot of the time, it's not about who the better fighter is, you know? So, um, I, I wanted to be on a promotion like PFL, where they're actually actively trying to push the Muhammad Ali act. They're actively trying to push, uh, fighters coming first and putting the power in fighters hands and the destiny in fighters' hands as opposed to the promoters uh, playing this kind of chess game with the fighters and not taking into regard uh, the time and effort and sacrifice they put into their careers, you know.
0: Well, I want to turn the attention Miles to um Ireland's first major MMA event that's happening in I don't know a year maybe two years at this stage Bellator 270 is kicking off yeah. in Dublin it's in the 3 Arena uh, you've been there before Bellator 217 was February 2019 yeah, yeah. So it's uh, we're we're going back two and a half years. It was yourself and Peter Queeley in the stage or in the in the cage at that stage. You get yeah. away with the decision win. Uh, Queeley's moved on. He's done a couple of things since. He's got into this whole kind of uh, Pitbull brothers scenario. Uh, yeah. He had the, he had the win over Patricky e with the the stoppage the last time they met. But this time when they meet, yeah. it's for the new vacant lightweight title at Bellator. Um, yeah. can I get your get your your thoughts on? This? the fight how do you see it how do you see it playing out i think peter
1: could actually win this fight you know i actually do feel i i feel like that um peter's a very good fighter and I feel like that, you know, this is his one opportunity to really pull it out of the bag and take this lightweight title and kind of accomplish what he's always wanted to accomplish by the, the sounds of it. Like it means a lot to him to be in this situation. So I think that's going to mean a little bit more to him than it will to Petriki. Although I do feel like Petriki has a lot more tools in his arsenal to, to, to use. You know, I feel like that the wrestling is a bit of a hole in Peter's game. Uh, I exploited that in my contest against him. And I think will, if he's smart, he'll do that to Peter, you know, because there's one thing that Peter doesn't like, and that's somebody being willing to be in a dog fight with him, being able to put their hand, like, you know, that that was my strategy against him, you know, because he likes so much being the let's get into a dog fight and I'll push you backwards. If you get into that dog fight, and you give off the impression that you're the bigger dog and you push him down and wrestle him, he tends to dwindle and kind of let the time pass, you know? So I feel if he comes in with that similar game plan, Petriki will win, but if he gets drawn into a dog fight in a contest for who wants the title more, I feel Peter's going to win that. And for some reason, I feel like Petriki wants to prove a point that he can win that dog fight in Peter's type of fight. And I don't think he's going to win that.
0: Well, I I think he has a bit of making up to do. Obviously, the frustration was there over the elbow finish and the the damage that had been done the last time enough to...
1: Yeah, he was winning that contest as well. Definitely.
0: Enough to get it waved off. But do you think we will see our first Irish Bellator champion come Friday night?
1: I I put my money on on Peter. Yeah, Yeah, I would, yeah.
0: Then the co-main event obviously seems James Gallagher re- return. Uh, he's got patchy mix this time. It was on, it was off, it was on, it was off. Uh, and now it's there. It's, it's another home time, uh, another home, not so much hometown, but uh, a homeland anyway. Fight for the Strab Animal. Uh, any thoughts on this one?
1: He needs to change his nickname. That's my first thoughts. Anyway, (laughs) Um, I think he's going to get found out against Patchy Mix. To be honest with you, I know Patchy's very good, Uh, and I think James. Yeah, I just, I just think that, I just think that Patchy kind of has his number. I think James hasn't gone up against like, uh, like Peter has fought good competition. He's fought myself, Scope, Patricky. You know, they're all tough fights for him. Like, you know, uh, regardless of how some people feel like he went on the scope fight in the Petriki fight, he won the fights, you know, it's that simple. Um, I think James has had a little bit more of an easier route. And I think somewhere deep down, James knows that too. He's been a little bit too money coddled. Everybody knows that, knows anything about the MMA scene, understands the politics with SVG and Irish MMA and with Bellator, etc. cetera. Uh, I think some the athletes there that are trying to really get marketably pushed by promotions like Bellator pushing James, the, the double-edged sword to that is the money coddling with the matchmaking. And, you know, James has been money coddled a little bit with the, with the matchmaking, you know, he's been babied a bit. And I think Patchy is kind of that step that comes to, that comes up to like that banjagas kind of, uh, caliber of an opponent where they're just not really going to buy into the hype you know they're going to go in there and he's going to like give it socks and i think that james still has a possibility of winning because i i feel like james still has a great skill set as an athlete i just feel like uh, patchy will probably like just pull this off i think yeah
0: Okay. Well, we're in for we're in for two big fights. Uh, I know. I think Fabian Edwards might be the the third one on the card. But before we yeah. wrap up, I just want to throw the eye on uh, on UFC 268, which is this weekend. Obviously, 267 has only been and gone, but we're getting a we're getting a big rematch this weekend. Camaro Osman uh, and Colby Covington going at yeah. it. Uh, for the welterweight title, we have Rose Namajunas and Zhang Li are going to run things back for the women's strawweight title. Uh, and then we finally get to see Justin Gaethje return to action as well. The current number two lightweight contender against Michael Chandler um, yeah. of, of, of fan favorite fights. I think that's going to be the one that will do it for me. Um I, yeah, I, I, yeah. D- I, don't see, I don't see Usman getting uh troubled too much from Colby Covington. I don't see Rose getting troubled too much from Zhang Weili, but I think Gaichi Chandler might be the unpredictable one on the card.
1: I think that they're all a little bit kind of uh, I, I wouldn't say they'd be untroubled. Un- they will to challenge you on that one, Ken. We can put money on it if you want. We'll put that <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Um, I feel like that they're all evenly matched fights to be honest with you I think that they're and I think Kobe and uh, Wang Lee is it is it Wang Lee Zhang Wei Wei Li yeah yeah Zhang Wei Li yeah they both I saw both those fights and I think that they're just the type of fighters that you know they have a point to prove. Like you know they're yeah. they're 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 stubborn. They're they're egocentric. They're going to be very much so. You know looking to come in and really prove a point. So I think that's they're going to be even matches. But I'm on board with you with the fan favorite fight. You know Chandler and Gaethje is the barn burner that I think every fan would want to watch. Like I think if any fight in the lightweight division you'd like. Uh, as a fan to bring together, I think it would be that one, wouldn't it? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I think Chandler will wrestle Gaethje. Like, I think he will wrestle with him. I don't, don't think he's going to get into a, uh, into a fight with him, like a proper fight.
0: Yeah. Well, we saw like, we we saw Chandler try it oh, yeah. against, uh, against <laughs> Charles against Oliveira. Charles. And it nearly, it nearly pulled off. Um, what, yeah, what it's, it's,
1: really? it's the whole, the whole swing. And like, I, I'm not a big fan of Chandler style, if I was being mm. honest with you. The whole swing a left hook, swing a right hook, hope for the best. It just, I, I feel like that there could be some sort of anxiety that comes along with him throwing like that. But it just seems like why are you even doing reps if you're throwing shots like that And, uh, and if there's no setups, there's no like kind of he's just looking for that rush finish. And if he does that against Gaethje, he's not going to knock out Gaethje. He might TKO him. You know, but I don't think he's going to like want to get into the let's throw left hooks and right hooks and see who wins. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to work out well for him.
0: Okay. well, however it works out, it's UFC 268 is in Madison Square Garden in New York. Irish fans. Oh,
1: Ian Gary's on that card as well.
0: Ian Gary is on the prelims card isn't he this is Ian Gary's mm. UFC debut he is he's up against yeah. Jordan Williams at welterweight that's on. Um, it's possibly the first fight on the prelim side of things you can watch the prelims of course on UFC fight pass that's got Aloya Quinta and Bobby Green is in there as well which should oh, make What's a
1: great fight Christ I didn't know that was on the yeah,
0: that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's very very a decent good. scrap uh, Shane very Burgos easy. is back on the main card Frankie Edgar is back on the main card against Marlon Vera as well at bantamweight so oh wow
1: that's a great card
0: isn't it? For, for a trip to New York there's a lot of really good fights that are going to
1: be happening New York week. I've never been to New York you know would love to go
0: I have never been either but you play your cards right in the PSL can, and look, you might look, find yourself in Madison look. Square Garden well me we
1: and you could find ourselves there why don't we go like, go, like go to all these I'll, UFC events
0: I'll fight you in Madison Square Garden in New York and then at least we can both say that we
1: well that's a deal it's, it's, that's easy money as long as there's a million on the, on the line <laughs> I'll take that fight <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll make it happen uh, on, on, on that note and I know we're we're keeping things short this weekend uh, <clears throat> that's it for for all things MMA Miles if people want to get in touch with you what's what's the best way to do it uh,
1: Miles Price MMA if you'd like to just have a conversation about martial arts I'm always open if you'd like to start uh, martial arts uh, even for the new year, we're doing packages at the moment for uh, 10, 15, 20% off packages for the new year. So if you'd like to join up and get your New Year's resolutions sorted already, shoot me a message or Team Michael Kenny a message on Instagram.
0: Excellent. Miles Price, thank you so much for your time and for your company. This has been All Things MMA for Scoreline.ie and KCLR, and we will do it all again very soon.